this is Ben Smith, I'm a photographer, and this is my podcast, A Small Voice, Conversations with Photographers. Thanks for listening. Hello folks, this is Ben. This is episode 223 of A Small Voice Conversations with Photographers, my podcast. And my guest this week is the Italian photographer Lorenzo Castori. So I will introduce Lorenzo after a bit of housekeeping and some ad reads. So please do stick around. A few little bits of um, news and stuff to talk about as well. So let me pick a sponsor. Hang on. This episode is sponsored by MPB, the largest global platform on which to sell your pre-loved used photo and video kit. The MPB price commitment provides the best valuation up front for all equipment with their dynamic pricing engine constantly analyzing current market data and other price factors such as brand, age, popularity, model and condition of your unwanted equipment. Instant quotes are guaranteed for 14 days and MPB pays you for your camera gear straight away. What's more, if your gear turns out to be in better condition than expected, MPB will increase the amount you get paid for it. The average seller earns £700 each time they sell to MPB and now you could get paid even more. Because camera bodies are currently in high demand, MPB has increased the amount you can get paid for yours. Avoid tedious negotiations, eBay seller fees and hidden costs and realise the full value of your pre-loved unwanted camera or video equipment by selling to mpb.com, the simple, safe and circular way to trade, upgrade and get paid for kit, mpb.com. So um, let's start with some sad news. A lot of you will be aware if you follow the same Instagram accounts that I do uh, by now that uh, the British photographer Brian Griffin has died. Uh, Suddenly, as far as I'm aware, Brian was 75. But, um, you know, so vivacious and uh, full of life always that um, it was it's strange to think of him as being that age in a way. And uh, there were lots of comments and tributes to Brian on Instagram today that I saw, you know, so many similar uh, descriptions of Brian as being innovative and, uh, you know, something of a kind of maverick genius as a photographer, of course, and um, as a person, just a really lovely human being, you know, a kind, considerate bloke. Now, some of you might have noticed on this very feed that I've reposted the chat I had with Brian in 2017, which was episode 61. And that, of course, has gone behind the paywall, um, behind in the archive with all the other um, previous episodes, because, as you may know, only the most recent 50 are now on this free feed and uh, you can sign up to access the archive um, at pod.fan for three pounds a month but obviously I've pulled Brian's episode out of the archive and uh, put it posted it on the on the free feed and um, I hope if you haven't listened to that in the past or even if you have hope you enjoy listening to that uh, again I remember very well as I said I think in the intro um, Brian was not well but uh, he was such a trooper and such a pro and um it was a real joy to chat with him. And, you know, ever since we had that chat, you know, he always said hi whenever I saw him. And um, just, yeah, he was like that. 
And uh, I did a catch up with him, a check in, as I like to call them, on the members only podcast a couple of years ago when I think he was um, releasing his book, Black Country Dada. So I had him on the uh, member only feed and um, we had a lovely chat and uh, he signed off with the words, I love you. (laughs) And uh, I I won't forget that. And uh, yeah, we love you too, Brian. This podcast is also supported by Capture One Pro, the professional photo editing software for every photographer that allows you to shoot, edit and collaborate wherever you find yourself. From the most controlled studio environment to the unpredictability of the open road. Capture One's powerful, easy to use set of tools features true to life colours and superb image quality, lightning fast tethered shooting, speedy and smart shortcuts and an on the go workflow for both desktop and iPad. And Capture One Live makes remote collaboration, both for getting feedback in real time and post-shoot, faster and easier. Free to use, collaborators can access images and leave feedback from any device. Whatever stage you are at in your photographic trajectory in 2024, you can tell your best stories yet and bring your vision to life with Capture One Pro. Try out yourself for 30 days for free at CaptureOne.com and get an exclusive 30% discount on their yearly all-in-one subscription by using the coupon code a small voice 24 at checkout. That's all in caps, a small voice 24 and you can get 30% on their all-in-one subscription. So what else before we kick off and before I introduce Lorenzo? Don't forget you can sign up as a member of this podcast. Uh, you can go to pod.fan. Actually, go to one of the links either in uh, my Instagram bio or on the website where the show notes are, bensmithphoto.com slash smallvoice. Find one of the links and you can sign up at pod.fan for £5 a month where you can access all kinds of exclusive member-only content or... You can sign up for that archive of previous episodes, uh, of which they are getting off 200 now for £3 a month. So, yeah, don't forget you can support the podcast in that way. Also, if you happen to need a brand new website for 2024, I can sort you out with one using the Squarespace platform. So if that's of interest, you can email me at benabenswithphoto.com. So, Italian photographer Lorenzo Castore's work is characterised by long-term projects focusing on his personal experience, memory and the relationship between individual stories, history and the present time. In 1992, at the age of 19, Lorenzo moved from Rome to New York, where he began to photograph in the streets. After a formative trip to India in 1997, he had a brief foray into photojournalism, covering the conflicts in Albania and Kosovo in 1999, after which he decided to quit photojournalism and deepen his personal research. Since then, he has worked extensively in Poland, Cuba and Sardinia, among other places, and he has produced several photo books and a short film entitled No Peace Without War. In 2019, Lorenzo's lifelong work, Time Maze, began to be published by Latiere in progressive chronological volumes, the first entitled The Beginning, 1994-2001, and the second, Lack and Longing, 2001-2007. The next two volumes are already in the works or planned. Lorenzo is represented by Gallery S in Paris, Gallery Anne Clergue, in Arles, Alicia Palladini Gallery in Milan, Spot Home Gallery in Naples, and Guido Costa Projects in Turin. Right, one more little ad read. A small voice is supported by PicTime, the advanced online gallery platform for photographers that combines flexible, beautiful client galleries for seamless photo delivery, customizable layouts, built-in slideshows, a full blogging feature, and client-specific print shops with powerful marketing automation tools to help you maximize your revenue. New for 2024, PicTime is now available as a mobile app. Access your galleries on the go, find what you need, post directly to social media, improve your client experience, select and download images from the app, and save them directly to your device. 
You can find and install the PicTime app in the EOS App Store and Google Play Store and you can try PicTime yourself completely free for 30 days by signing up for a trial period at pic-time.com. Enter the code a small voice to get an exclusive bonus month when upgrading to any PicTime paid plan. Elevate your photos and build a successful business with PicTime, the all-in-one platform to deliver, share and sell your prints. Pic-time.com, now available also as a mobile app. So, yeah, as I say to Lorenzo, I got a copy of Lack and Long in 2001-2007 through the good old Charcoal Book Club and um, was really taken with it. And so, yeah, immediately thought, wow, it'd be great to chat with this guy. And uh, he was sweet enough to agree to do that. So now, oh, just on a technical note, sorry to keep doing this to you but again. There was some issues with the remote recording in that my questions were at times garbled and uh, distorted and kind of truncated. Nothing I could do about it. Didn't know it was happening. And so anyway, hopefully none of that will get in the way because Lorenzo's uh, rather wonderful answers are intact. So please enjoy this chat I had with Lorenzo Castore. prefer to hide myself that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't me get too definitely now really really deal with my own face no precisely i'm, I'm exactly the same uh, <laughs> position right now so i've been um you know really enjoying kind of getting immersed in everything you've done and um as you know i i've got um the reason I guess we're talking in a way is because I got the um, second of your um, series, which um, I think collectively are known as uh, Time Maze. And um, we're going to talk about that. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful book. And um, I think I got it through Charcoal Book Club. Um, yeah, it's what, it, it's what you wrote me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I loved it immediately. And um you know, put me in mind of all kinds of people who it turns out, are, of course, are friends and mentors and, and influences of yours. So it all it all made perfect sense to me that, uh, you know, Ackerman's in there and uh, Peterson's in there and all these all these guys, uh, although you very much uh, got your own style. That's for sure. The reason the reason why I I ask you uh, to to have a look at um, at the rest of my books of, uh, of some of them. It was because, uh, yeah, of course, I have, you know, Michael is my best friend in photography, and I, I guess uh, we influence each other mutually because we know each other since 22 years now. So we, we, we I mean, he, he already produced uh, End Time City those days. But then we had many. I mean, it's it's like it's like a brother to me. So we had so many things in common. And and Anders was uh, the you know the first of the you know of the seniors that uh, when I joined Vu in two thousand and two, he was really interested by me and was really open. And I I helped him in Rome to realize uh, a residency here. So I, I introduced him to friends, and then you know through the years we become friends. So it's a I'd say yes. I'd say it's more um, a connection that is that is a life connection. Yes, of course, photography also play a role, but I think it's more on a, on a human connection 
that mm. with with the with these two that you just mentioned, and and in fact they are the the closest to me in the in the world of as as friends. I mean, not not just as uh, yeah people that I admire and I respect very much, but. Uh, I think I think it's very important in uh, you know when you when you are not a, I mean especially when you are young but to have some like companion of adventure you know somebody that you you share the road with and um, because you know it's uh, the the help is is mutual and um, and we all need help from other people it's it's difficult what you know it's difficult to do something ex- exclusively by yourself. Uh, in, in, I think in life, but yeah. in photography, it's this is my experience. This is what I do. So, yeah. for sure, in photography. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a huge. It's partly probably why I'm you know so drawn to 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 what you do as well. I suppose it's um, there's a certain kind of approach, but um, Anders has, has chatted with me, which uh, was was a great joy. You know, I've still think of uh that as being one of my favorites you know when when he was at some point i must um you know maybe send him an email i think he was in paris recently at paris photo and uh i think I he must have a new book out i can't remember i don't think he was there but again talking about ah. these relations it's a uh, uh, he was invited to do a residency in naples by one of one of my dear friends in photography that is that is also my gallerist in in Naples, and and is she's also Michael gallerist in Naples, and she's also now representing the work of Anders uh, on this series that he, he realized there. And Anders was helped his, his main assistant is this great guy Massimo Nicolacci that was my student that then uh, living in Berlin. So it's mm. you know it's it's a way in a well, way it's it's all connected. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, because Anders just did a book called Napoli, and and because your publisher. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I in, introduce uh, Christina, who is the who's the gallerist who, who produced the residency. I introduced her to Lartiere and then I, I told, I mean, it was all connected. Also, also with the book designer yeah. that is a dear friend of mine and somebody that I really respect and admire who actually lives in London, Ramon Petz, that uh, designed mm-hmm. this book that is, a, you know, it's, it's still a, a very Anders book, but at the same time, uh, with the touch of yes, this thing of of the three of the three pages that it's it's it's, it's an interesting touch mm. that that keep you know the spirit of Anders in my opinion, but at the same time give a freshness to you know to a book design that it's you know it's a special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be fascinated to to really sort of hear more about how it all came to be with the photography for you because. Um, you know you've yeah you've had some really interesting experiences and um i don't know when did you sort of start to consider yourself a photographer because it wasn't a sort of immediate or a smooth kind of journey into that identity for you in a way well you know it's um i was this kind of of um of boy that you know i i move a lot with my mother you know i'm i'm from i'm from florence but then my mother 
separate with my father and then she moved uh, I mean you know for, for family reason we move a lot so I, I, I was living in the south then Florence again then move many different apartments that, that are like a kind of a small universe at that age then uh, then I, I again we moved to Rome so when I was eight I had this feeling that my life as from the perspective of a, of a, of, a, of a boy of a child it was I had the feeling that I travel a lot that I had many many experiences so let's say I, w I was a grown-up boy in, in 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 those days uh, and this I don't know if if, if this is, I, I guess is connected to that it's a I had this thing in my head since a very early age like eight nine I would remember that I was thinking about this what 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 I'm here for you know what I should do in life I had this mature thought for for that age yeah I don't yeah. know why that's yeah, that's very precocious that tender yeah age. but it's the sort of thing you yeah, might but not uh, think if, about for another 10 years or so yeah but for me it was already precocious to you know all this all this moving all these changing places I, I had to readapt to different realities uh with the new boyfriend of my mother mm -hmm. i mean it's 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 normal things it, it was nothing tragic it was nothing bad sure. but he 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 created this thing in my head and uh I I I am a, I don't I have no brothers and sisters so hmm. the fact that I was moving I had to change friends all the time and so I had a lot of time with with myself I, I had this very intense life in my head. Interesting because I think it is significant then sort of shapes you know the adult that you become. I mean it, there's a kind of restlessness to. To your photographs in a way um which comes across i mean i don't know if you were restless or you could you know all that moving around as a kid maybe created a certain restlessness in you i i think it's um i, I keep doing the same thing in in different ways but it, it come from the same source i think and and i'm totally agree i think i think it come from that it's um i you know when when i was more more like an, a teenager i was and, and and you usually when you are a teenager then you are a bit more conservative even if you play the the crazy one you know it's uh, you're most scared of the future you're yeah. and you pretended you know so many things about life that you don't so in in the in those days i was uh, i was trying to rethink of my of my youth, like youth, my childhood, as, as something that was a kind of traumatic. But then I realized it wasn't. It was just something to accept that because I, I was different from from my friends, then, then I have a more, more stable life in, uh, you know, when I was 14, 15, I, w I was more stable. I started to make my own friends that then they become friends of my, my life aside of photography. So, but then I, I realized that this was uh, this, this was me, and I just had to accept mm. that the me I I had the chance to become was was different, maybe from uh, from what my social environment was uh, was was uh, you know like uh, hoping for me or or you mm. know what I I I I start to be outcast in in a way because I, w I was not growing up 
in in the same in the same town and and many of the of the kids that were in school with me they they were growing up in the same going to the same school meeting the same kids having the friends of the family and you know it's not a big thing but for me it was like a mark a mark a difference and um, and so i was really i don't know i, I had this thing I, I think each of us has this i, I was studying um religion like a catholic religion there was this class of catechism and they said that god can be one and three at the same time no which which is which is an absurd thing to 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 say but mm. but i don't know i i, I still remember in, in connection with this idea of what i will be who i who i am or, or what i will become that this thing of one and three in the same person make a big effect on me not not for religious reasons but but right. for kind of philosophical <laughs> yes for, for philosophical that i absolutely didn't get i and i still don't but i still make it is it, 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 it touch something in, inside myself in my you know inner space uh, mm. that uh, that was uh, was something so probably it means that there is something mysterious in 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 life that you have to go that you have to look for that you have to search for and then and you don't know how to do it, but you can be one and three. And mm. I don't know. It's a. It was a, a strong, uh, had a strong impact on me. Yeah. Well, I guess we can all be. We've we've all got multiple um, different people, you know, within ourselves, as it were. So that it could just mean that to some extent. But you know, was there an independence to it? Because um, growing up, um, you know, without siblings, I mean, um, a certain yeah self-containment and independence um you know i've i've got a kid and and you know it's going to be an only child and uh and you know you as a parent you kind of get guilty about it. you think ah oh, you know it's, it's such a shame that that kid hasn't got uh brothers and sisters and all that but you know it just is the way it is in some cases and and uh there's lots of very well um very well balanced uh only children out in the world there so you know i guess i guess there's pros and cons to it yeah I totally think so. I mean, it's um, when I when I was really I, I miss a brother and a sister later on more than 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 in uh, in my, during my childhood because I had this possi I have a very ex exclusive relation with my mother, so which is you know good and bad, but I, we we had a very strong relation. And uh, so I, I feel a, 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 um, the fact of feeling exclusive, completely, you know, the one to somebody, it also had an impact on me. My, my mother was not a cheesy, a cheesy one, but very, she's, she's very able to love. And, mm. um, but not, I mean, with the discipline, she's not like, uh, do whatever you want, or she was uh, tough at times. I mean, uh, the, the world rules, but she was able to, to love and and the fact that to be exclusive for her an exclusive you know it's uh it was just me and and her i mean it was the boyfriend but it was we, we had a very one-to-one -one relation through life and this mm -hmm. was um uh, you know it's uh it, it caused a pain because uh because you when, when you are um used to feel uh, the one it's uh, when when you realize that you are not the one, you know. In uh, I mean, in in the for in area in many other relation in life, 
then this is um, can be a shock, but at the same time, I give you confident, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, this you uh, make you confident. And so this confidence was, uh, you know, it's. Um, I was in, very insecure. I'm still, I mean, through all my life, very insecure, but at the same time with no complex, I think, which is, which is, a, which is a big difference, you know, to be insecure and to have complexes. I think it's, it, it makes a difference. And, uh, and to be insecure, actually, I feel is, is also a very, a very powerful uh, creative engine mm. to me. Yeah, I, interesting. I, I think it's... Um, when you when you deal with uh, with your insecurity, then then it's it's interesting because it's, it's it's a lot of work. But everything it's a lot of work if you want to do it well. So mm. it's a lot of work to me. But also when when I when I don't know what I'm doing, then then I I have this kind of uh, excitement that uh, I I you know I refuse and I embrace at the same time. Mm. And and I think this is very. I mean when when you when you were needy for for things that you didn't get, then 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 the problem is that you can have a complex about about you know many things, and and to have complex it, it means that you try to hide yourself, and with insecurity you, you you're just scared or you're just just basically insecure, but but you are not you don't hide yourself. I mean mm. you you try to deal with yourself, you try to know more about yourself. When you have to 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 be complices, in my in my opinion, and you know, and we are all on the edge. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was on the edge on that too. But I think this this uh, exclusive love from my mother was always something to, you know, hmm. unconsciously that I I can uh, I can hang to and uh, and let me feel uh, that uh, you know that life could be an adventure and it can be. And not such a serious or, or just too too dramatic or too uh, you know it's um, it give it give a kind of light. I, I was never very light uh, a kid, but uh, let, let's say I play seriously. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like when you were, I think probably about nineteen, you went you moved to New York for a while. Yeah, because. Um, because my my father and my mother, as I told you, they they separated when I was three, and my father was based in in Florence, and my mother she was first in Florence, and then moved to the south, and then in Rome because he had a new boyfriend, and so we we follow basically basically follow his job, and then and then we stayed in Rome, and then uh, and then uh, you know it, things evolve in different ways, but okay, let's say we stayed in Rome, and my father then. Uh, he, he was working in Florence, but things were going not great. And so then, then he had a friend in New York, and then, and then he, he basically moved to New York and and spent half of the year in New York and half in Florence. He had this job that uh, allowed him to be here mm-hmm. and there. And me, I, I didn't, I didn't really see my father that often those days. So Easter, Christmas, and once in a while. But it was not regular. It was not every two weeks. It was not like the regular, stable, uh, split families. So my father was often there. So so this was was making our relation very hectic, in a way, and uh, and uh, uh, for sure not not regular. So. Um, 
so but then then through the years um, he had he had a new partner a new wife and she had two two kids of my age and they they were they were uh, they grew up in uh, in new york so then i start to go to new york to to visit to, i mean i had a good relation with them so mm. i start to visit new york more often and then and then as soon and i always had this need of uh, i mean after many years in rome with this you know with this rome is a beautiful city but it's really provincial in a way so you People are, that are living in Rome are, fr- are from there, and they they all stay together. And there is, uh, and I mean, uh, the, the people from this area they stick with these people. And then you know, it's there is not so. It's a, it's a, it's also it was good for me to be in the city because it was a really it's like a, it's like a fat old woman that embrace you and and keep you there. It's it's very lazy, mm. you know. I've, and, and and New York is more like a nervous uh, woman, you know, <laughs> full of ticks and 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 and, and strange but interesting uh, side. And there's an energy to the place. I mean, there's an intense. Well, it's kind of addictive, but um, yeah, it's uh, you, you can. F- it's palpable when you when you're there and you were taking pictures i mean you were doing sort of street photography where you so you had started taking photographs at that point no because uh, you know uh, as i said through through all these years i was i was keep thinking you know what what should i do in life what i should become what i what i i, I didn't have i mean with with, with this very unstable uh, uh, communication with my father i didn't have a male figure that i that would give me advices Mm. So I, I was a bit lost on, on that, but I also very much determined to do something, not to do just another job. I, I was really a- having this, this kind of adventure life, you know, being in the south and the north with the horses and living in, uh, in uh, my mother was together with this guy that was, uh, <laughs> was kind of a shining, uh, south and shining, because the guy was, uh, was in charge of uh, the maintenance of this... Uh, of this touristic village that was working during the summer, so it was in the south. So we were living alone, like in the shining. Me, my mm. mother, dogs, <laughs> and uh, and my mother boyfriend. So I had this this kind of very surreal surreal life. Then my mother used to work for this uh, for these clubs for this uh, you know that were like everybody was happy. It was a uh, everyday. Uh, a, parties and so i i and then my my family of my grand of my mother was more like a conservative and more structured more like kind of you know like a kind of bourgeois, high bourgeoisie so mm-hmm. and then and then my it was a mix it was a mess and, and and in this mess i didn't have really references so so when uh, and and with my father, I mean, we, we love each other very much. Uh, through the years, we learned to 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 be together, but we we never had such a communication. I, I would never go to him to ask for an advice about something. I would talk about different things, but not about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so so I was really. I was really, you know, feeling the clock on my head. You know what what. And then I love to I love to paint and to and to draw to draw uh, yeah, but this was not. Uh, but then at a certain moment of my teenage years, I I find this too. You know, I, I needed to move. I, I cannot I cannot be in a room and 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 do something in a room. But I I really had this need of of, 
of express myself. I, I, I had a lot of things inside because of this very lonely, lonely but beautiful life that I had when I was a child. So then, then New York was an opportunity because I can't, I can't wait to leave Rome. I want to, I want to be, I want to travel. I want to. I mean, I, I had this thing that that really creates something in myself. And for sure, I, I was. I can't wait to even to take a train to go somewhere in Italy. You know, I I, I was really in the mood to discover new worlds. Mm-hmm. And uh, and New York, it was uh, for me, as you said, is such an amazing. In those days, it was a, it was a great place. Then you know, it changed a lot. I think to me, I mean, to the perception that I have of this place, but. Me, the first time I was in New York, I was like, uh, I cannot believe it's such an energy, such a, such a beauty. To me, it's still one of the most beautiful, and I'm Italian. I mean, I was born in Florence and live in Rome. So mm. I know what beauty is, but to me, New York is still, uh, still uh, the most charming, beautiful, maybe city in the world, like aesthetically speaking. Mm. I love it. I always love it. But I was 19, and, and when you are 19 in New York, you can't go to bars, you can't, you can't do many things. So I was working as a waiter in a restaurant and then as an assistant in a TV production. I was doing coffees, uh, photocopies, uh, I was doing everything, for, you know, and it was a great experience. But, but then in the free time... You know, I was I was a bit bored because uh, there was nothing to do. It's no 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 pubs, no 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 clubs, nothing. Mm. And so I I had this camera that I that I start to use uh, a few years before when I was traveling with my friends. When I was uh, you know when when I was uh, you know just just to record my. Which actually is what I is what I keep doing all my life. Like like try. To record emotionally my life, mm. but I was doing this this without any consciousness and without any any. I've never really considered the possibility of let photography become something more than something something to do here and there when I when I was by myself. But then there I was alone. I, I have not so many friends because the the two the kids of of my father wife they they were to. You, they went to university somewhere else, so they weren't in New York. I didn't have so much uh, a group of people, of friends there that uh, I can share my, you know, my mm. three days with. So I I I start to photograph, and uh, I start to photograph on a more on a more regular basis in the streets because I love the city because of this energy. And I had this very specific experience that really, it, it, it was really something, like a, the first click that I had in my head about, but this is interesting, but this is something that I never considered before. I remember one day I was around Chinatown area with a camera, and I saw this little man, he, he was like 150, 140, it was, it was not a dwarf, it was a little man, very fast, all, in, all dressed in black, big ears. A big, a big uh, black hat with a with a with a with a big uh, bag, black plastic bag on his shoulder, and he and he, he, and I was really fascinated by this dark black figure walking so fast in the street of New York, lower lower east side, 
So I start to follow him and I try to photograph him. But the guy was so fast that it was impossible to, and I didn't, I didn't have any any clue about what panning is, mm. <laughs> or you know what. Uh, uh, I, I think okay, a good picture should be, and I didn't even know photographers like the photographers that I like today. I, you know, I, I just saw my, my mother was taking many pictures at home for birthdays, parties, celebrations, mm. and so on, and. Uh, she she recorded her life in a, in a, as a, as a diary uh, without any without any artistic uh, uh, approach or, or she didn't she she just she didn't care about that she she just want to record her life which is something that I think I I absorb after but then uh, but then so so I, I I I was obsessed with this with this black little man walking so fast that I keep following him. So I didn't I didn't leave him like like I would have done before. I, I was keep running after him. And then I, I eventually ran faster than him to wait for him at the corner. <laughs> and then and then again again and again. And then I had this this film when I developed the film I was uh, it was all out of focus. It was all uh was bad <laughs> was bad to what my concept of of good photo it was it was it was a uh, it was nothing there but then tuck i with the loop i saw this this one picture that is a that is a actually a panning because and so i realized that the my my desire for for my the desire i would call it desire desire when when you give to desire like discipline and uh, and constants and something that is become consistent and constant in your in your in your in your uh, way to pursue desire, then create something that is a surprise, that is so surprising. Mm. And and this picture that I I, I consider wrong, in a, in a, from the what what was my idea of. Of a good picture or a correct picture those days, he he creates something in me, like he stimulate uh, uh, something unknown, and mm. and this and this was and I I said wow this something here it's interesting and uh, maybe maybe I should uh, I should try to be mm. a little bit more serious about this yeah. photography thing. Did that picture make it into any any books or anything? I'd love to see that image, but I don't think I've. I I never use it. I, I keep it secret. Uh, <laughs> but but it's... in in the in the book that will come out uh, in in February that it will, will be called Fievre and will be published by Lamandon in Fran and I mean as a French publisher, is is mm. because it's the first. It's the first uh, book that I do in my life under under the invitation of somebody else, uh, after invitation of somebody else that want to speak about my approach to photography. So I never consider that this picture should be in a, in a book. Uh, then I mean we you, you know you, you saw the the a beginning that is my first the time made book is about my you know my life path let's say a 
a life path is mine but not just mine is not a diary so I, I decided to to start with um, with the picture that is a, the the first self-portrait that I that I took in my life by total chance and I I, I had this inner voice that told me do this self-portrait but then so I, I didn't start with this picture but this will be the first picture that will start this new book that I'm I'm about to publish and, and I will and I will tell uh, the story of this pursuing desire uh, mm. about, about that is the story of this picture that that really changed my perspective on photography it, it was okay. the first picture I, I think we I think I, I don't know if you agree Ben but I think we in life when I when I speak about photography for me I speak about life I I don't I don't make the difference here. It's it's the same thing for me. So mm. I, I I can I can I think that what I say anybody can apply to is is a personal uh, experience. I think I think what I want to say is that we have milestones sometimes. We have if you if we carefully look at signs in our life, you can see that there is something that is happening that then mark a difference you know like uh, after this moment things will, will yeah uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's what i call inflection i've only been become aware of in in recent years i think it's stolen from uh, a very sort of technical place that word it's a sort of scientific word but it but it basically means they those significant moments and i and i i think that's yeah I, I agree with you and and a couple of other ones i mean one was that you went to india i think that was probably quite a big moment for you uh, you, you traveled to india with a friend um and then of course you randomly came across an exhibition of kudelka's exiles mm -hmm. um, I probably that as another one would you yeah that's uh yeah exactly these are the two uh, talking about milestones <laughs> it's uh is exactly what happened and uh so let, let's say that after this new york experience i i i start to be more aware of the possibility that photography has to be uh, um, like appealing and and um, and very surprising to me like uh, it, that, it, it could be something that I would never consider before. So, so, so my antennas they, they were more you know stimulated after this experience. And uh, from from this moment on, I would photograph, trying to do, trying to photograph, and not just a record, uh, not just a diary, but but try to to do some photos that will stimulate something that is uh difficult to explain let's say which was mm -hmm. what happened with the with the black man in new york so so then i i, I went uh i went uh, and, but this for me is it was also related to the fact of having a an usable past in 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 a way that uh, that i I need to, to I, I really, I was really, the most important thing was to have experience, to make experience, to add an experience to another one, to, to, to have stories, you know, to, to make life an adventure, as I said before. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and to do this, you need to, to, to look for stories, for your own stories, to, to, have, uh, to not be bored and, you know, watch TV and you have to, you have to, you have to go out and see what happened and, Sometimes it's 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 great. Sometimes it's it's it's, it's terrible. But it's you know it's mm. 
it depends. So it means that uh, that then we you know we all had this thing of going to India. It's like a cliche, no? Is sure. is uh, you, you go to India and India will change your life. All these things that we 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 all hear since uh, since a long time, since the sixties and the EPs and so on. And I was I wasn't that I was never such a such an EP. I, I and I I was kind of rejecting this idea of India. But then with my best friend, with my best friend and my new best friend, we we had this. I said why not? I mean let's let's do it. We are twenty three. Uh, it's a uh, it cost uh, relatively almost mm. nothing. I mean, especially those days, India was. Uh, and so let, let, and 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 let's go. So it was me with my best friend, and then it was this other guy, Saverio. That is Giorgio is the name of the first one, and Saverio is the name of the other one. And we were it was my best friend. Is is the first guy that I sit with. In, in my class, when I was uh, when I arrived in Rome, I arrived in Rome late, and I saw this this blonde guy looked like an angel. He was sitting alone, and then I sit close to him, and then we become best friends. And then, unfortunately, he died in 2012, which which was another milestone of my life. Mm. And uh, and then and then Saverio was it was somebody that I I met just recently and uh, and Saverio come from a family of a journalist um, of uh, intellectuals so he was uh, one of the the first person in my life that I meet that he was able to consider the possibility of doing a, uh, an intellectual work because in in my family it was not such a such a thing you know you know it's uh, what is taking pictures is not uh, it's not a job you know <laughs> yeah. So, so I was really, I was completely in love with Saverio that I just met because he, he opened up possibilities. He make, he make things that for me was kind of forbidden. He make them possible because, because it was normal for him. He was, a, he was, he was, a, he grew up in, in this, uh, in this environment. So I, I introduced the, the two of them that basically that they never meet. So and and I, I I went with my best friend and and my new friend that was showing a, a new new possibility in life. You know, I was I was a militant. I mean, I, I was twenty three and uh, and I was really obsessed and really scared of of trying to to find again what I told you before that I, I was in my head for a long time. So, so maybe, maybe it's photography could be the thing, and but mm -hmm. maybe, and then, so then I went to India. I don't remember actually if India was just before or just after the Pudelka exhibition, but they were very close. Mm. So, and so basically, I went to India. Maybe, maybe I, I in in the meantime, I I visit a, a Cartier-Bresson exhibition in Florence. Which is a strange thing. I I I visit all these exhibitions in Florence. That was my hometown where I go sometimes to visit my grand grandmother, my father, and uh, but never in Rome. That is is where I was living. So basically, when I I, I went to Florence, I was uh, bored and, and walking around when I was seventeen, eighteen, and and I crashed into this uh, incredible exhibition. Especially Kudelka, and then after Kudelka, it was Sander, and then it was Robert Frank. It was this small gallery run by Alinari, that it is a historical, 
print in house, I mean, um, and the archive for old pictures that exist in Florence. And they had this incredible program. So, so basically, let's say I went first to India with with my friends, and this was a was a very strong experience because it was really traveling. It was really. Uh, for me, I was really concentrated in a, in, a, in, a, in a magic way on taking pictures. And uh, I still use some pictures. Some of the pictures of this trip are, are in a beginning in, in, this, mm. in this first book of my, like, let's say. Yeah, because that, that starts in 94. Yeah, with, with, this, with this picture, with this self-portrait. is literally the first picture that I consider mm. beside the black man that stays apart. Uh, in my my memory, the, the first picture that I consider still a picture that I could use is this self-portrait of me in the woods, in this in this in this field mm-hmm. of pine uh, of, of of young pines, and and with there is this white road that goes somewhere up there. Mm-hmm. I love that idea that you know you're sort of looking for adventure, and and in a way the photography the, the, the doing the photography is is a kind of a spur to action in a way you you know it gives you it gives you a sort of impetus to go and look for for more adventure but then life you're also recording life as it comes to you so those two things are sort of feeding on each other really it's mm-hmm. a kind of symbiosis there and i love that i mean the whole point about this time maze series as you say it's kind of it's 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 uh it's your life in a way it's diaristic to some extent um but, you know, like I've read you saying that, you know, you, you did work on sort of specific stories or projects. But at the same time, you know, it seems to me fairly clear that you were one of those photographers who just pursued going on and the people who were in that life. And um, I mean, I, I say this all the time, but I, I, I was very sort of fixated on pursuing specific stories to the exclusion of anything else. So if I wasn't doing that, like I wouldn't even have my camera out. And I, and I'm, and I, and I, I guess I'm, I'm so sort of, I, as I'm always telling people, I'm, reg- I'm regretful of that because you're missing, you know, a lot of the interesting stuff that way. But you, 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 yeah, you did the very thing that I kind of wish I'd done really. But um, maybe I was also lucky uh, or, or it was, uh, I didn't do, I didn't do that on purpose at the beginning. You know, when I when I told you I start this time maze series of, of books that I, I hope will be many, but I mean at the moment we have we have two, but I, I will go on uh, till I will take pictures, so probably till I will live. The first picture it's it's a self portrait, as I said, and and me those days I would feel uh, extremely embarrassed to 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 do a self portrait. So I did this, as I said, I don't know what force uh, pushed me to, to put the, the, the tripod there and, and put myself in the frame. <laughs> but this was something that I, I would not even consider for years because I, I was... Uh, I, but then I realized I did it more than I thought. And then I realized when I was in India with my two best friends, the best pictures that I have are pictures of them. But I didn't remember that I was taking pictures of them as well. I was I was taking pictures of the, the the road that goes from Manali to Le, where they each year they so and and this was for me a way to speak about myself because I said I'm I'm building a a, a very uh, you know a road that uh, I want to be very high so for me this road was not it was the social thing I was hiding on the social 
aspect of photography. So these poor people, they are building this road up there. But deep down in myself, I was doing this because I, 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 I was building my own my own, you know, my own road. So it was a symbolic, like when I, when I put myself with these young pines and, and this white, uh, dirty road in this field, it, it was, uh, it was unconsciously, I think, symbolic. It was not just, oh, look how nice are these pines. You know, it's a, it was more than that. And, and, and the, and the trip to India, it was, yes, I'm going there with two friends, but it, this was, unconsciously again uh, symbolic of something else it was it was talking it was it was more layers of, of meaning to me and I was not able to uh, to really realize this and 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 uh, I, I start with uh, with the second volume let's say in life I start in, with the second volume to be uh, obviously more focus on my Private life or my my intimacy, let's say, and and I and I mix this with uh, with the rest. But uh, at the beginning, I was doing this, and I think I was doing this. I, I can I can see after years, after many years, when I look back at the, at the at the contact sheets, that I was doing this more than I thought. But I I, I didn't want to do this. I was trying to. And uh, and I, I still I still have this uh, kind of I feel uh, I feel awkward when uh, when it comes to put myself in a picture on on one of my book or to talk about to talk about my life because uh, in a in a kind of as as this uh, new wave of photography the personal photography I think I think photography is personal anyway it's a it's uh, it's uh, it has to be personal if it's good photography. It has to be personal. It's subjective. Mm. Uh, you know, it's uh, at the same time. It uh, is at the same time. You can't just talk about yourself like in a, in a, in a diary. Uh, I mean, I think I, I'm really I'm really suspicious about the, the this this thing of being. Uh, just central to your work in a in a very egocentrical way, in a narcissistic way. I, I this really disturbed me. I, I really don't like that. It's um, so it and, and but but it's a thin line. You so mean for, you don't like uh, that sort of tendency to be the 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 main uh, focus of your own work. I mean, for me, it's um. I don't feel at ease with that. It's uh, I I know no. I am. And yeah, I no, know, just clarify. And I know I should. I, I it's what I have to do, and, and it's actually what I did. But I I want to find. Uh, I th I think for me to I'll make you an example. Uh, Time Maze started the, the first volume come out in two thousand nineteen, and 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 it, and it's about the years that goes from ninety four to two thousand and one. And then the second one come out in in uh, 2022, and it speak about the years that goes from 2001 to 2007. So for me, this is crucial. It's uh, I I would never. I mean, I I don't think I'm able to do a work about myself and, and uh, you know do the pictures and produce the work. I mm. I need to put to put like a reasonable amount of time in between. I, I need I need to take distance. I need I need to to let this thing become uh, 
more universal than than personal. Mm. It's uh, uh, when I say that the title of the first of the first book, it's a beginning because it's a beginning. It's not my beginning or the beginning. It's 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 another beginning. Yeah. You know, it's uh, we all had the childhood. We all had, uh, you know, you can have a happy childhood. You can have a traumatic childhood. You can have a really bad childhood. You can have a whatever. But then, but then you you grow and you and you and you develop your hormones and you and you have you make friends or you make little friends or no friends, and you and then you you try drugs and then you try sex and then you 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 learn about music. You learn about so you. We share this moment of life. We all had, we all we all grow up, or, or or we refuse to grow up, which is the same, which is the same because it's it's a way of growing up. You to, to decide to not grow up. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so I I I think that this is, yes, it's about myself. But I I hope you it can give a space to to who is looking at my work to to find. Uh, Things in common, you know. Yeah. Well, well, you know, talked about the sort of intimacy, of, and you know what? What I love is, you know, to see these pictures of of people who are obviously friends and girlfriends and lovers, and you know, these very intimate relationships. But you, there's no explanation, obviously, as to who these people are. So the first thing for me is, is that I desperately want to know who these people were to you, you know, who these was that, was that a girlfriend, was that a lover, was that a friend, you know, and, and the, the ambiguity of that is, is always fascinating to me. But when did you start taking those kind of pictures of these people, these, these people in your life? Was it not until, I guess, the, the kind of year that the, the second one started, 2001? Or was that something you'd already, you were already doing before that? No, I was, um, what I, what I like to do in, uh, in, in time maze specifically is to mix. I, I think, I think it's, uh, that's why it's, it's not really a diary because I, I try to, uh, to mix my very, the closest one to, to, to somebody that that was probably very close for one minute. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's uh, it's the I, I think for me it's a degree of emotional uh, connection and, and and commitment that I feel, uh, and I think that that's that's what makes uh, uh, photography powerful. It's it's when you feel this energy. You know, for me it's all about energy. It's it's um, I never think about about style and obviously you when you grow you have you you are influenced by photography you're influenced by painters by music by people normal people by different subjects that are, are important to you family and but um, but i think what what really moved me in in my photography is um, the energy that i feel uh, it's like it's like falling in love you know you when you fall in love and, and it doesn't have to be with a man or a woman, I mean, with a, with a partner, it, can, it could be with a friend, it could be with a place. It's uh, you don't know exactly why, you know. It's uh, you you can't explain because you feel an energy that 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 talks to you, hmm. and then and then in, in that case, it's uh, um, I, I need to fall in love to to to, to feel this energy and. Uh, 
and then after that I, I, I it's been the experience with the with the with the the man dressed in black in New York it's 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 it was very important because it showed me that when I when you really fall in love then then you don't quit you 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 try to create uh, even if if this person is not even looking at you you try to create uh, you, you try to 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 stop to 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 give a to put his energy in a cage, I don't know, or in a, in a, in a, in a frame, hmm. and, and you try to, and you, and you want to communicate. It's a, it's a, it's like a, it's a, um, an extreme uh, uh, example of vitality of, of something that, that that you that you really feel attracted by. It's like a magnet. It's like a, it's a it's a tension. I would call it tension, mm-hmm. and so. And so uh, it's true that it's uh, when and, and it, this tension it, it cannot be just sentimental. I mean, especially when it, when it's too sentimental, it's not good. I think this this tension is very it's a crucial aspect of my of my everything actually. It's mm, uh, mm. to find to find the tension. It's, it's like uh, when you have positive and negative. You have a, you have a stream that that converge and and they they, they create an energy. So that that's what I'm. This is happening with uh, with the with the people that I know, with people I don't know also, and uh, and uh, it doesn't have a, there is no rule there. It's uh, it's um, but it's absolutely the for me the most important. What what really I mean, even when I photograph, as I said before, I I love to then then I realize after that I I really want to photograph. Who, who people that were close to me as well, but I always had this tendency of of trying to look for 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 this uh, connection with somebody I, I completely don't know. So this was mm-hmm. happening in India. This was happening uh, with uh, all the other stories or books that I did uh, where, where I I meet somebody by total chance. I never I never say okay now I want to go and photograph. Uh, like uh, these uh, hunting siblings uh, coming from an aristocratic family that they lose everything and they live in Krakow. No, I would never do this in advance. I would, uh, I would uh, meet this woman by total chance in the in the street of Krakow, and then try to approach her, and then and then try to you know try to to discover what what mm. is uh, what is behind her surface. So there's a kind of obviously you've got an intense curiosity about people and um, a desire to sort of maybe get to know them on some level. I mean, you're referring to we should fill in the blank because you're referring to a project that you did in in Poland, mm-hmm. um, uh, which also became a book, and you also made a, a, a film. And people can find this stuff on your on your website site. Um, um, but uh, is it? Uh, Ua, is it? How do you pronounce her name, the lady? Ua and P- Eva, Piotr. Eva and Piotr. Eva, Eva, Eva and Piotr. Piotr. Um, well, we could, we could. There's so many different uh, directions we could go in, Renzo. I'm sort of already um, just wondering whether we, you know, might end up talking for three hours here. <laughs> I don't want to take up too much of your time. Maybe we have to do a two-parter at some point, and you can come back. But um, that, you know, you've, you, yeah, you've got a lot of work uh, under your belt, and um, so it's impossible to talk about all of it. 
But um, but I was you, just an example. I didn't want. Yeah, to. no, of course. And I and I and I I wanted to talk about that because it's a fantastic uh, story, a beautiful story, and um, you 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 moved to or you lived in Poland for quite a while. You went to Poland. A sort of in the aftermath of, of um, I guess, a sort of exploration into or maybe an attempt at um, what we might broadly call photojournalism because you, you covered uh, the war in mm. Kosovo or you, or you went to uh, investigate the possibility of doing that. And I think you maybe quickly came to the conclusion that that wasn't the path for you to to pursue that sort of conventional photojournalistic route. Yeah, I um, the, the the thing is that is that um, after after India, I where where I had another picture that that really that, that was done. I, I was completely stoned after after days of walking in India, as, as sitting mm. uh, in a, un, under a porch. Uh, and then I saw this sadhu walking in front of me, and and completely the opposite of what happened with the black man in New York. I, without thinking, I just take the camera, take one shot, and this shot when I when I back when I back in and it is a kind of blur. It's it's a it's for me it's another magic picture that one plus one. I said okay, and then and then I I visited this Kudelka exhibition that completely blew my mind because I I, I realized it was possible to do something with photography. That it was a kind of surreal, being real. I mean, having having these two the tension between two these two opposite again. Then then I, I in the meantime I was studying at a uni- university to 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 gain time because I didn't want to find a job like another job and I, and I want to experience with photography as much as possible before starting to go to the world and uh, and trying to be professional in that but I didn't know I mean the photography that I was attracted by it was not very commercial I'd say and um, mm. and at the same time I I had this thing uh, when I was you know that I, I want to do something to make a better world and uh, there were some uh, uh, you know I, I thought that that my idea was to 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 apply the the the, the 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 photography of Kudelka Bresson or you know this kind of uh, no, I would say not photojournalistic at all but this kind of beautiful uh, mysterious photography to photojournalism I mm. I had this vague idea and also you have to consider that I was very scared about my future because I you know, I was, uh, I was not, uh, I mean, I, I had to be on my own. I mean, I, I was doing jobs here and there to, to have money to do things, but I was not, uh, you know, I was not in the position of, uh, of continuing without making any money. Mm-hmm. So, so basically I, I had a friend that was, uh, in charge of an NGO. He was working for an NGO in Tirana and, and I was really shocked by the fact that, uh, just around the, the on the other side of the of the Adriatic Sea, there were this you know cousins killing each other like uh, mm. furiously, and and this for me was I was really really touched me this thing because it was really it's like if if somebody from Rome 
start to you know massively kill somebody from Viterbo that is just a, a town not far away from here it, it, it was absurd to me and and I and I want to and I finished my university I finished my university very beginning of May and I and I left to Kosovo to Albania and Kosovo just after 10 days without telling my mother that I was organizing this <laughs> So and and it was the day where, where the the um, this this journalist from Stern they were shot in Tukes. It was it was a tense situation. So I I I spend I I had food and place to stay and 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 uh, and paid the films from this NGO because I was taking care of the camp that they were that were under their, their administration, and then I went to, to Kosovo, but they didn't, uh, I, I, I wasn't insurance, I didn't have any insurance, I, I didn't have any agency those days, so I went to Kosovo by myself with, uh, with a group of, Kos- of Kosovars that were going back from, uh, from, uh, from Albania to Kosovo while the Serbian were, were going away from Kosovo to Serbia, and I was there for, uh, for three weeks, four weeks, it's um i by total chance again i find i find the possibility of shooting something that was a, a very interesting story because it was a story pro serbs so basically a group of serbs with no family with uh, with uh, physical problems or or dementia or uh, you know wheelchair uh, you know they 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 weren't able to jump on the buses to go back to to Serbia and the Kosovo and the, and the Albanian Kosovars that they were backed, that they were looking for every Serbian and 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 they were able, you know just looking for to, to kill them. Mm. So so the the, the these, these Serbs were secluded in this monastery that was run by this Orthodox uh, priest that uh, that he was uh, I don't know it was a strange guy because you know he was obviously pro-Serbs. It's uh, because you know they they. The Albanians, Kosovo, they were they were um, Muslims. So basically, so I, I photographed this story, and then I went back, and I, I knew some some you know an, an older photographer that was very famous those days, uh, who saw the picture and said, Ah, this is great! You have to absolutely you have to show these pictures. And then and then it happened that I uh, they they pay to see. Uh, there was this thing that you send um, those days. You send the prints, and then they keep the prints there. They give you some money, and then if if, if then they publish the, the to block the pictures, to block the, the the reportage. I don't know how to call it. And then and then if if after ten days they, they, they will decide to publish, they will give you the rest. If they will not publish it, they will give you back the prints with with the little money that you had at the beginning, and then you are you are you, you can you know propose it to somebody else. So I had. Corriere della Sera, the magazine of Corriere della Sera. I had Stern, Stern, and another and another magazine that uh, paid to to have the to block the the pictures and and to consider them. And then they they both told me that this was not the moment to to have a, to have a, uh, the picture were good, but it was not a, the moment to speak in good terms about Serbs. Right, yeah, of course. And this for me, and, and then in the end, I end up to to publish these uh, pictures for a for a very left wing uh, 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 magazine in Italy. That I, I find it very frustrating. It was completely useless to do that because I I, I wasn't I wasn't left wing or, or or extreme left wing or or right wing. I 
I, I don't like, I mean, I was always more uh, like, a, if I had to consider myself, I'm more uh, um, uh, an anarchy, uh, how to say, I, 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 would, I, would never, I would never consider myself left or, or mm. right, especially today, I find this very boring, uh, actually, conversation, so I will, not, I will not continue on that, but I, I find it useless to, to, to show something to people that would buy this magazine. They are, they are left-wing. They already pro-Serb because this was the thing. This was the political thing. If you are pro-American, you like the, the Kosovars. If you are pro-Russia and, and, uh, and say, communist, you, 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 would, you would stay on the side of the Serbs. And, and mm. I find this pathetic. So I said, listen. I, and then, plus, I had... Uh, not very good uh, meetings with uh, with most of the photographers that were there. I they they look like uh, vultures to me. <laughs> and the, 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 at, at, at the same time, I met some that were great, like uh, like let, let, let's say thirty percent were really special human beings, and the seventy percent was it was really disturbing. Mm-hmm. So I said I would I stop with uh, with this I, it, this experience was uh, was painful I have to say and then I, I said you know what but but I, I had to admit that also myself I was there for to make a good picture for WordPress you know yeah. I, I I had to be honest, honest with, with yourself honest yeah. with myself I mean it was part of me I want to change the world yes a percentage but then i also want to become a photographer it means that i want to be published on a big magazine and i want to eventually win uh, mm. a prize for or, or, or try and, and then i didn't like this about myself and i i said come on you 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 are a yo yo you, you are just you have 25 and uh, come on you know uh, do what you really want to do and and stop this and so mm. i said okay then I, I tried to apply for, for a residency in Poland. I, I choose, I've never been in Poland before, so I, I look at the map, I talk to a, with a friend of mine, Roberto, that was a correspondent for Swiss TV in, in Italy, that was, a, by total chance, living in the same building I was living. His wife was Polish. So I study, I, I like history, and so I decided to... I decided to to go where Hitler attacked Poland. So basically, where where started uh, started World War Two, and where our our life, not not just uh, I mean uh, our the world uh, uh, changed from this moment on. So I said, okay. So if if I have this uh, need of being successful, photographing of the war, this is something wrong there. So where all it come from so if, and i said if you if you want to speak about something on the news and and there i also realize i cannot speak about something actual i i, I can i can i need to take some distance so i went there they give me the possibility of, of staying there uh they give me a room a place to eat uh, and uh, some support and i went to silesia to glivice that is close to katowice it is this area, this industrial coal mining area of uh, of Silesia, and 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 that was my real my start. I mean, mm. my second start because you know there I I realized I I want to photograph miners because I, when I was uh, I don't know ten I saw on the news this uh, 
this uh, this uh, documentary about miners, and I was very fascinated by these mythological figures that they go in this group, in these teams with the, with the, with the light on the helmet, and they and they dig in the complete darkness. Mm-hmm. It seems to me again another very symbolic. Mm. I mean, it was interesting on both levels. It was it was socially uh, very interesting as as the real life of this real man, but at the same time very symbolic to my experience. Mm. And and it is something that I always try to. I mean, usually when I am attracted to a story, is because it has these two aspects aspects living together. And so I, I I stay there, and then I fall in love with the girl. Uh, and then I start to photograph the girl, but also the, 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 my friends. And then also, and in this moment, I realized that, uh, you know, big history can be together with, uh, with my small history. But that interest, uh, that fascination with mines, because you, you did a thing about miners also in Italy. Was that after, after the Poland or was that before? It was after, after Poland, yes. It was, uh, after. It was so because... your, your interest in mining kind of continued. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in mining and this in kind of industrial, talking about beauty, you know. And again, I am from Florence, and uh, but mm. for me, Silesia, this this uh, industrial architecture landscape is extremely beautiful to me, and extremely is extremely rich in terms of uh, history of recent history. It's it's a uh, you know it tells a lot about about the recent past, I mean, not so recent, but recent compared to what, what we have in Florence and in Rome, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you, you can feel that the uh, history is still there, but it, we are, you are already after that. So it's, uh, I, I, I find it particularly interesting to me. And, uh, and in, in the case of the, the pictures that I took in, uh, in Sardinia, in this, uh, the mining area of Sardinia, it was because this journalist, Valentino Parlato, who was uh, the director of the manifesto, that it's a, it's a, very, it's a very special newspaper here in Italy, uh, for some reason he visited this exhibition that I had at the Italian, at the, Italian uh, in, in, you know, at the Polish Cultural Institute in Rome, and then these people that were living in the, in the mining area in Sardinia, they saw the exhibition. They read an article on this newspaper, and they invited me to to do a residency there. So right, right. It, it was and and I was really happy. To do yeah. So and the, the people can the, the pictures mainly can be found in the, your book Land mm-hmm. um, about Poland so, and, and uh, Nero for the Italian. Uh, yeah, and Nero was which was your first book, which was the Italian yeah. the Italian stuff. Yes, and now. Sort of now, um, of course. I, I I'd read that y- your friend had died um, twenty eleven or twenty twelve, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't realise it was Giorgio who was actually your best friend. So it wasn't yeah. just a friend. No, it really was the most important person. So now was that obviously that was a traumatic event for you. Um, but did it also kind of act as a catalyst for you beginning this time maze series? Sure. Absolutely yes, because um, it was there is talking about you know s- stages in life. You no, know, it's a for me there is this life before and after is that you know it's um is um uh, let's say that after for me the Nero 
and Paradiso that are my first two books that I they were released in 2004 and 2005 it's it, it was something that happened by chance I think as, as I told you before I, I need I need more past to to use in, in my in my photos I was never and, and I need time to put in between so Basically, and I, and I had this as soon as I realized, I mean, Paradiso was a very important book for me because it gave me the possibility of, of, uh, of becoming friends with Michael and then becoming friends with the blue photographers. Gallery View, those, uh, Gallery View those days was an incredible place to meet the most incredible photo. I, I cannot believe I was the youngest. I was mm -hmm. 28 when I, when I was, uh, when Christian Cujol uh, decided to, you know, to ask me to join, it was a, it was a, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. Because after this experience that I told you, the the, the beginning of Poland and then, uh, you know, the Kosovo war, uh, I was, I finally decided to take risk. And uh, before I was trying to do what I want, but trying to give to give it a shape that would allow me to get jobs. <laughs> but then, but then I I said, okay, fuck it, you know, just. Just go for your own, uh, for what you really want to do. And and in this, the meeting with Michael was really helpful because he was already, I mean, in Wu, and he, he, we we fall in love again. It was another another love story, mm. and and he was uh, he immediately understand uh, how I was doing thing, and and he really he, he gave me a kick to to say, okay, you know, just just do what you really want to do. Mm. You know, it, it was not direct, but. I, I was observing him. He's, a, he's six years older than me, and so he has this a little bit more experience. But six years in in that age is very important. And we and we really think alike. So I I can really I can read him very easily. And and, and so he said yes. So we we had a girlfriend in the in the same uh, place in Poland uh, in in two towns close to each other in this in this you know industrial area we were michael was uh it was a bit i'm talking about him because this was very important in in this in this moment because he, i make a, i make a step and, and but then i when i when i i really started to with with paradiso i make i i, I had many exhibition I, I won an international prize i was color photography mm. i actually the pictures were done before nero so I had for the first time the feeling, okay, I I, I might become a photographer, because mm. before I wasn't sure about that. So it means that I I was I was photographing everything, even too much. Like I, I was like uh, taking pictures all the time. I was in this uh, and I had, I had so much energy to do it, and 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 I was uh, and things were working. You know, it, it was a good moment, uh, and. Um, so after the, the first two books that I, I didn't like because I, I was too I was not mature enough to understand how a good book should be done and I have no mm. absolutely no experience and and a couple of, of not great experience with with the first uh, two publishers especially the one that uh, that produced uh, Paradiso so then I decided to not be to not be on uh, on books on this kind of career I just want to photograph like wild but then then when when my friend Giorgio died it was 2012 uh, I I had the feeling for the first time in my life that I I would uh, I would die one day 
Mm-hmm. It's uh, I had the feeling until this moment that I was immortal. Not that I, I would be the first one that will never die. <laughs> but this this completely destroyed the dream of of this. Of this, I mean, as I told you, I, I was I was old, I was mature, I was too mature when I was a child. So basically, then I was I was trying to gain uh, innocence and and uh, and uh, and this kind of uh, I, I tried to extend my my youth basically mm. through my photography. Right, right. And and when when Giorgio died, it was it was uh, one day. It was twenty sixth of December. He he was uh, out of the blue. This, this was uh, you know was uh, like a, a real shock because I everything that was valid till this moment then changed and, and it became much more fragile, which which was probable probably on the long on the long term a good thing, but. But very, very painful, mm-hmm. and uh, and so and so from this moment on, I I said, okay, but you, you you better you better do some order in your in your picture, and you better start to be to consider the possibility of of, of doing. I was also postponing postponing because of this embarrassment that I have. When when we we you know when we say you know you talk about your personal life it's uh, I'm I'm it's a, it's a it's really a strange feeling I really want to do it at the same time I feel I have to do it very carefully mm. I don't have to be and uh, and and then you know it's to do a beginning that is a book I, I so I start to think and to go back to the archive for the beginning. Let's say one year and a half after Giorgio died, so in let's say in 2013, and the book came out six years after, and uh, and it's just 88 pages, and yeah. uh, and it's a uh, it's a very pure. I I love this book. It's, it's a very pure, simple. There is no graphic. It's just with white borders, mm. with white you know frame. It's um and and to to to. To get to, to to this very essential sequence, it took me six years, and uh, and then I, you know, ob- obviously it was very important the meeting with the book designer that designed the old time maze thing. That is uh, Eloy Gimeno, that's one of the most talented person I ever met, who unfortunately died uh, also. Mm. He took his life uh, like. Two weeks before we we come out oh with, my the, God. with the first book, which was another dramatic, but you know, but he designed everything. So I, this is a good thing. I, I would be with him. Uh, I would be with. Yeah. He would be with me through all my life because he designed all all the all the volumes to come. Oh wow! Really, I can see myself collecting those as they as they come out, which I guess is part of the plan in a way. Yeah, the first one's the beginning, 94 to 2001, then Lacking Longings, 2001, 2007, the second one. And then you're going to have a third one, I think it's going to be called Cracks, yes. is that right? Yeah, that's right. And this will be 2007, 2012. 2007. Um, no, I'm, just, I'm impatient for that one to come out, I, but it might not be for another year or so. I think, yeah, I think we will, uh, I will start to, to, to work on this in 2024 and uh, I guess I don't know it, it will take me one or two years or so 2025 or 26 mm. I think 
it's um and this will go so basically it's about the first one a beginning is about a boy becoming a young man no uh, mm-hmm. and so it's a in in the first one i try to recreate my 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 life before photography and it goes then it goes into the into the my real life uh, until uh, 2001 then the second one who, who is the most photographic because because I, what i consider for, what is interesting to me is to see how i change with photography so mm. uh, you, you saw both of, the, of these books and um, you can see that the second one is different i mean you you, you can feel that it is the same hand or is the same person behind i hope but it's it's uh, the second one is more experimental it's more about influence about influences it's more about it's, it's more about being a real photographer trying to do a, a certain kind of photography is less pure than the first one it's more it's more about it's more violent it's more about meeting people it's more about having sensual uh, relation with life it's less it's less pure uh, it's less innocent and 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 uh, this was what I, I was trying to do: is to be a young man living in the world in the in the in the world of adults. You know, when you become friends with Michael, with uh, with Anders, with Stanley Green, with Angstrom, with the other photographers that are all older than you, and and in my, from my point of view, all better than you, <laughs> then you have to you have to be it's, it's, you have to be yourself. You know, you you, you don't have to. And but this takes some time, you because you have you have to be able to be strong enough to to take, to give, to be there, to be yourself, to 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 be yourself, to be yourself. It's it's a process of of a lifetime, and uh, you don't even know if you're able to really make it. But uh, but you have to work on that constantly, I think. And this is what what time is is about, basically. Mm. So so I like that uh, that this this. Um, in this book, you feel more influences. I mean, there is even a, a picture of Michael there, a portrait of Michael, because I want to, you know, I I, I want to speak about this. It, this was the this time of my life. This was from from uh, you know 28 till 35. This I was in this. I was in this. I I had this uh, ego. There, it was an egocentrical moment about being a photographer. And, and and getting you know crazy that I finally realize I can I can speak about myself without feeling guilty of doing it you know it's <laughs> but then but then it was more about photography and I think w- with cracks it's more about people so it's a, I I change because I I I I become less tense regarding my photography or wanna be a photographer. I relax about this, and I and I start to look at people in a different way. So I think it's, it's the most joyous one, cracks. But I, unfortunately, mm. he end up with the with the death of Giorgio. So Giorgio died on the 26th of December 2011, and let's say that then, uh, then uh, you know, and I had I had this you know girlfriends changing girlfriend doing disasters doing a life uh, a life in bars in uh, in clubs in uh, on the street all the time just basically thinking of myself and and so but then then this this change 
and then um, I mean the the the, the fourth book. Uh, the fourth volume of Time Maze, I, I don't know if I, I'm, I'm stealing it. And uh, so, because we didn't say it, uh, the, the phase that, that give the, the timeline to, to, to each volume, it can be one year, it can be six months, it can be 25 years. It's, it, 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 something has to happen to mark this period. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and the fourth, the fourth, I'm sure I know the title already, so I can give it to you. It's a, it's a, it's a I never, I never talk about this, but it will be Eugenia. That is the name of my wife. Oh, okay, beautiful. I'm forward to it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be a while, so I'll have to uh, be patient. But um, thanks for chatting with me, Lorenzo. I've, uh, I've enjoyed it, and we, we've, I feel like we've kind of barely scratched the surface, but um, I think at least we've given them uh, some sense of, uh, of what you're about and, uh, and what you do, and, and hopefully they can go and, and sort of look up your, your stuff and uh, check out the books and um, see, see what they like. Thank it's, you it's for really, chatting with me. It's really a pleasure, Ben, talking to you. Really, I, I would really go on and on. I'm, I'm, I'm not, so, not so easy for me to feel so much at ease to speak about these things, but I had the feeling you really got them to the, you know, to the bone and, uh, and it's always really a pleasure talking to you and thank you for, for inviting me. Mm-hmm.